0: This episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast is sponsored by Saved and Depressed, a suicide survivor's journey of mental health healing, and faith. After witnessing domestic violence and drug addiction as a child, I struggled with suicidal thoughts from the age of 12 years old and to my second suicide attempt at just 24 years old, which led me to being forced into the psychiatric unit. When I reached out to my church family, they their comments pulled me away from the church and ultimately God. Even though I understood that their hearts were pure and genuine They lack the education on how to handle mental health challenges. In my book, I address generational trauma. I share my darkest moments, insecurities, how I work toward healing and rebuilding a relationship with God. I even offer mental health resources. And it is my hope that when you are finished reading my book, that you will begin to prioritize your mental health and realize that you can pray and see a therapist at the same time. Seeking mental health treatment does not mean that you lack faith in God. My book can be purchased on Amazon and is also available for Kindle readers. Let's get into the show. Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with a mental illness, and to normalize the mental health conversation. Happy Monday, and I hope that you guys are doing well. I'm interested in knowing what you guys thought about last week's episode, where I talked about defining things for yourself, and I used the example of how I'm leaning more toward the decision of not having children. And there was a listener who reached out to me and let me know that she could relate and that she is also in the same boat in regards to thinking that she doesn't want to have children. So it's always good when I can connect with someone else who have experienced something similar and know that like I'm not alone in my thought process and I'm not the only one that are thinking these things. Because a lot of times we think that I'm the only one going through something or this is only happening to me when there's a whole world of people who have experiences that are very similar to, similar to ours. So and I want to give a huge thank you to every single person who came out on Friday to get their book signed and also thank you to everyone who's reached out to me to let me know the impact that the book is making in their lives like it's just I'm amazed honestly I I truly am and I just hope that the book can continue to move the needle in mental health for the African American community. So on this week's episode I actually want to talk about Not allowing people to hold you back, because I was having um, a conversation with two different people, and this came up, and I was like, "This would be a really great topic," you know, and asking us, "Are we allowing people to hold us back?" Because there are so many times where a lot of us we spend a lot of time thinking about what other people think about us, like if I make this decision or if I don't do this. What will people think about me or what will they say about me? And that fear and that anxiety and that judgment can a lot of times cripple us. And I was really thinking of where there have been times or a time in my life where i what I allow fear to hold me back. And the time that came up for me was, when I didn't really come out and tell anyone that I was struggling with suicidal thoughts and I was really ashamed about my diagnosis and I really kept a lot to myself. But what I realized is that, one, once I started to tell people, people were actually very open to help me. Of course, there were a few instances where people really didn't understand like what was going on. So they may have said something that didn't help and actually hurt. But for the most part, people did want to help me. And it was also a time for me to educate people. And so I realized that when I didn't speak out, I wasn't able to get the help that I needed, which of course, eventually, as you all know, led me to being hospitalized because I really didn't say much about what was going on because I was embarrassed. And so a lot of times we spend so much emotion, so much energy and so many just time and just so much time and thoughts into what people would think about us. And I had to ask myself, why do I care so much what people think about me? And also thinking about, Not just what people think about me, but are there people in my life, in my life that I'm allowing to hold me back? So something that I wanted to talk about is our time and our energy. Who are the people that you spend your time with and your energy with the most? And figuring out if those people serve you well. Because if we are thinking about how someone views us or a group of people will view us, then asking ourselves, are those people, the? should they actually be in our lives? And why do we care so much? So I came across across an exercise that I wanted to share with you all. And it would be to look at seven people in your life that you spend the most time with, whether that's your parents, your friends, your co workers, your children like, just write down the seven people that you spend the most time with. And even if you don't spend a lot of time with people, maybe it's the people that you communicate with the most, whether that's through talking on the phone, texting, social media. Who are the top seven people that you communicate with? And write a list. And when you write that list, place a plus sign next to each person that is a positive support and influence in your life and also so so let me let me backtrack a little bit so that person would be a person that make you feel great around them you enjoy being around them they lift you up they support you they give you advice and you feel like they have a positive vibe positive energy when you're around them so that would be putting a plus and then put a minus next to the person on the list that you spend time with that they are difficult and they it takes a lot of effort to be around them. Simply put, when you're around them, they they suck life out of you and you feel really down and you feel like they have a lot of negative energy. And so the exercise says that if there were no minuses on your list, you are way above average and ensuring that the people who are in your life are supportive. But if you have one or more minuses next um, in your, and on the list that you made, those relationships, they may be family members or childhood friends, people that you probably feel like obligated to, or you feel like you've known them. And you know, for a long time, and then start to ask yourself, Do I need to love the people who have the minus next to their name? Do I need to love them from afar and kind of distance myself, or do I need to completely remove them from my life? And just it's an exercise to really help you to start to become conscious and aware of where you get your energy from or who depletes your energy, the people in your life. It's really important that we take control of our space and the energy that we create because I am a firm believer that energy does transfer and the people that you spend the most time with if those people people are very positive and optimistic even though life may happen you will find that those people will feed you when life happens and you are feeling discouraged but if you are constantly around a person that's like a negative nancy you will feel that as well too And so remember, the biggest thing that you have to do, you really have to be your biggest supporter. You can't only allow, you cannot simply rely on the people in your life to uplift you. And y'all know, I'm always, I'm always going to advocate for therapy. You know, if you find that you are having a hard time with navigating certain relationships in your life and you feel like certain people will judge you and another thing that came up for me was I remember when if you listen to the episode where I talked about I was contemplating who I should tell about my weight loss procedure and I remember not telling certain people because I knew that they would be very judgmental and I was also feeling insecure so I did not tell anyone who would feed any insecurity so you do want to be careful with who you share certain things with because you may not be in a space to to receive any form of judgment or constructive criticism you may not be in a, a space to receive that so it's very important that you know one where you are mentally and emotionally if you can handle what people have to say but then two asking yourself if you find that there are, there are certain people or a particular person that's always negative in your life, why does it matter? You know, if you find that there are people or a particular person in your life that are constantly negative, then what are the things that you need to do to either love them from afar or completely remove them from your life? And like I said, it made me think about, you know, those were the two times where I was really concerned what people would think about me when it came to my mental illness. I thought people would look at me and say like, you have nothing to be depressed about what's, you know, what's wrong. But some people did say things like that. And then the other thing, when it came to my weight loss procedure, you know, I would think that people would say you're taking the easy way out. So I didn't really tell anyone, but then through therapy, I had to ask myself, why do I care? And why do I place so much energy into what people think about me? And number one, And then two, I think the other part of that is if those particular people in my life and they are constantly being negative, then why am I going to surround myself or allow people who are very judgmental? Why would I allow them to be in my life? I don't care if they're family members or if they're longtime friends. If these people do not make me feel good and they do not support me, then they don't deserve to have space in my life. And so... That is something I wanted to speak about because I know how crippling it can be when we allow people to take up our space and our energy or we're fearful to share certain things because we don't want people to look at look at us in a certain light. But let me tell you, I became free the moment I stopped letting, I became free the moment that... I simply stopped caring and it didn't happen overnight. It was a, it took a long time. What helped me is that one, if I'm going to make a decision about my life or something happens in my life, that there is nothing that I need to be ashamed of in my life. Like there's nothing wrong with being with saying that I struggle with depression, that I struggle with anxiety because it's not a character flaw. No, no person who struggles with a form of any mental illness, that is a character flaw. People who live with cancer and diabetes, we don't, we we're not, we're not going to place the blame on them and say it's their fault. So it's the exact same thing with people who battle with mental illness. And I'll again, we'll let you know that it's not your fault if you're battering any form of mental illness. It is a chemical imbalance in the brain, and something happened to you. And you're just in a space in your life where your brain, your mental and your um, emotional health is responding to the things that have taken place in your life. Or it could be genetic. But again, it's not a character flaw. So that's why it's important that we take the time to work on ourselves and we become comfortable in ourselves and we work on our insecurities. Because once you work on yourself, you won't care what people think about you because you'll have this confidence in yourself and you'll be very content in who you are and proud of your growth, that the things that people say and do, it won't phase you. And it's the best feeling that I have because I really don't care what people think about me. And I never thought or I never knew that I would get to this space, but I think the biggest thing that has helped me is, of course, therapy. But then two, taking the time and asking myself that question, why do I care what people think about me? And two, the people who I thought that would judge me um, or, or did judge me. Do I need those people in my life or do I need to take the time to educate them? And I think it's up for us to figure out how we need to navigate those things. And I think the biggest thing is because when we allow fear and judgment and anxiety to cripple us, we can't really live our best life. It's impossible to do that because we're always thinking that Someone has something to say about us or someone is going to judge us. And if that is the case, because you found that the people in your life are constantly judging you and are saying negative things about you, then it's time to rethink those people in your circle, because those people can be holding you back from your healing process. Those people can be holding you back from living your best life, as we say on social media. And so something that I also wanted you to think about is these are ways that people will hold you back if you let them. One thing would be that they make you doubt yourself. So don't allow someone else's doubts about you to turn into your own. If you find yourself doubting yourself because of something someone said or did, Remember how far you come and how strong you are and how far you've grown. Whatever you believe about yourself is what will manifest in your actions. And so it is very important that you remind yourself of how far you come and not allowing people in your life to make you doubt yourself. And if someone or people in your life are making you doubt yourself, then it's time for you to reevaluate if they need to be in your life. Another thing is that they keep reminding you of your faults. So if you find that people in your life, they're constantly reminding you of your mistakes and your downfalls, you can consider their um, criticism objectively and then move on. You know, if it's valid, you can uh, allow it to help motivate you and learn from it. But if it's not, you know, you simply ignore it, but never allow someone to constantly keep um, reminding you about your faults and making you feel like you're a terrible person. So if you have someone in your life who constantly remind you of your faults, then maybe they don't need to be in your life. Another thing is they are constantly criticizing your ideas. So if you are a creative like myself and you're always coming up with ideas or you have dreams of starting a business or you wanna lose weight or you want to travel the world, if people in your life, if they are constantly criticizing you, some people almost can't help but responding to new things in a negative way. Because a lot of times what I have found is that people who are really negative, a lot of times they're just projecting their stuff. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And that's something I've learned that helped me not to care so much what people think about me because a lot of times I'm realizing that people are projecting. And so if people are constantly criticizing your ideas, then that's not someone that you would want to share those things with. If you have dreams and ambitions and things that you want to accomplish, if they're not supportive, then that's someone who will potentially hold you back and will feed any fear and any negativity that you already have. Um, Another thing to consider is that they discount your strength. So we all have strengths of just like we all have weaknesses, but the people in your life that will hold you back is they will discount the things, the great things about you. The best way, you know, to really combat someone who tries to undermine your strength is simply knowing yourself. And that's why therapy is so important because therapy helps you to become self-aware. When you have a clear sense of yourself, of uh, which is your strengths and your weaknesses, you'll be well-suited to ignore the uninformed opinions of others. And I think that that goes back to why I have learned to not care because I have become extremely self-aware. I'm aware of my strengths. I'm aware of my weaknesses, but I also know how hard I've worked and how far I've come. And if people who are in my life who are constantly throwing negativity, I could easily turn it back on them and bring out, point out things that they need to work on. But again, a lot of times when people are being super critical, it's only to cover up their flaws and their insecurities. So be mindful about people who are constantly discounting your strengths that you bring to the table. Another thing to be mindful about is they will minimize your contributions. And so often when people minimize um, your contribution, the the, your contributions is because they're trying to it's because they're trying to take more than their share of the credit so the thing is I it made me you know this makes me think about how there is someone who I had in my life who would discount the contributions that I made into the friendship and they thought that what they did for me was so it weighed more and meant more because of whatever reason. And so no matter what I did to try to show my gratitude and my appreciation, it was never good enough. And that is a very hard place to be in. And it was very hurtful because I was doing my best, but it was minimized and it wasn't good enough. And so that's something for you to think about, you know, lead by example, you know, give credit to others ahead of yourself and knowing that shining a light On Someone else's effort will not dim yours or will not take your light away But if you're finding that people in your life are minimizing your contributions Those are people again that you may not that you may not need to have in your life And another thing that people will do is they will try to make you feel like you're unimportant Um, The first thing that you have to get past when someone puts you down Is that yes, it hurts and validate what you're feeling and allow the pain to make you stronger, the fear to make you braver, and then go invest in the the opinions of others who know better and make you feel better. So if there are people in your life who minimize you and don't make you feel like you're important, then ask yourself, "Why am I allowing myself to be in a relationship with this person?" or "Why am I allowing myself to have this person in my life, even if it's a friendship or family member. And another thing is they also, people that will tend to hold you back is they want you to think that you don't have any options. So negative people sometimes enjoy backing others into like this imaginary corner, maybe to make up for their own feelings of being trapped or inadequacy, But of course, the truth is that life is full of choices and options. Simply choose to live your best life every day, no matter what the options were before or what difficult um, things that you have you faced in your life. Even if you don't have a choice about doing something, you always have a choice about how to do it and about what to learn from that situation, even if you don't have an option. And a lot of times people who will hold you back um, or these people that we tend to give so much time and energy, they will make us feel like we don't have any more options. And so I really want to encourage you to think about that. Think about why does it matter what people think about me and ask yourself, are the people in your life that you feel like they're going to feed any insecurities, any anxieties that you have in your life? then why are you letting them in your life or allowing them to have a place in your life and to hold you back? And again, these things that they will do is they will make you doubt yourself. They will remind you of your faults. They will constantly criticize your ideas. They will discount any of your strength. They will minimize your contributions. They will make like make you feel like you're not important and they will want you to think that you have no options. And so- These are the people that should not have a place in our lives. These are the people that will impact our mental health in a negative way. These are the people that will stop you from healing. These are the people who will stop you from following your dreams. These are the people who... That These are sometimes the people that we give so much energy and so much power to. And think about if we gave the energy and the power to positive things in our lives, how much that will change our lives for the better. So this is something that I wanted to share with you all. And let me know, what are your thoughts? Make sure that you complete that exercise and ask yourself, you know, who are the people that you have to let go? And know it's not easy, but... When you do that, your life will be so much better. And it's something that I just wanted to speak about. So let me know your thoughts. And let me know if you've done this exercise and how it's impacted you. And if you are uh, going to therapy, this can be an exercise that you do, you know, writing the list down of seven people that you communicate with the most and putting a plus next to all the people who make you feel positive and great and feed your energy and then put a negative, I mean, a minus next to the ones of the people who drain you and don't make you feel well and are not good for you. And then this could be something that you can explore further with your therapist. And so I hope that you all got something from this. You all have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health, but please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.